20 minutes past, uh, or rather 37 minutes after 6, and it is time for our Friday call-in topic right here on Money Talk on Mix 93.8 FM. Tonight we are talking about how to financially plan for the festive season, which is also known as the silly season. Add your views to this discussion. Call us on 010-5000938. Head of Financial Education at Old Mutual, John Manike, joins us for this conversation. Good evening, John. Good evening, how are you? I'm very well, thank you so much. We are weeks away from the festive season. Is it too late to start planning financially for this period? Not at all. Uh, we know that the, uh, the the countdown has begun. And uh, yeah, and this is the season. They don't call it the silly season for nothing. I mean, this is a period where we generally, um, you know, send our bank accounts into a financial pipe which is self-inflicted. Of course, we can... Uh, sometimes uh, even blame it on the uh, advertisers for the slick advertising, but yo, it is really a challenging season for many of us. Hmm. How is it challenging and why is it challenging for an event that happens every year? That's the thing, you know, because I think uh, many of us go into a festive season without a game plan uh, and and we get taken up by and consumed by this excitement we can't by our own fantasies, uh, you know, the things we aspire to acquire, but and many of those things are just luxury. And the, and the return on investment on those things is just enjoyment. Unfortunately, you can't put enjoyment in a jar, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, yes, there are people who would say, well, you, you know, you live once. So <laughs> just enjoy. But the thing is, if, as long as you're not going to have a regret later on, you know, because I think that's this is where we're missing an opportunity to actually cancel our debt, uh, you know, and plan it properly so that you don't start the new year on, uh, you know, on the back, uh, on the back foot, you know, and and you know, what's the use of really starting the beginning of the year, you know, with a financial hangover because we've mm. made some blunders during the festive season. Let's talk about this financial hangover. How do we describe or how does one even identify that they may be facing that hangover? Yes, you see, look, I, I don't know if you've heard, apparently in January, money is not called money anymore. It's called a parcel. Oh. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, know uh, because, you know, because this is a period, where, especially around the second and third, I mean, often you, you know, people are, trying to borrow money from friends and family and, mm. and, and so you can imagine, you know, so it's because of we, we just can't master this season, you know, um, uh, because we, we really want to go all out. And I don't know why we, we, we treat December differently, you know, like, you know, like it's like we've got a license to go on the other time. I'm going to tell you something interesting. I mm. have got steps from two different banks. Unfortunately, I didn't get the permission to disclose the names of the bank, okay. but very interesting uh, steps. Number one, uh, one of the big uh, five, now we're talking about the big five banks. Mm-hmm. One of the big five banks, um, the credit card division, are saying the credit card customers uh, spent a, a, a total of $6.7 billion over the December period last year. Whew. Right? We're talking on a, on a credit card. Now, uh, this is a 22% increase when, when they compare it with the, you know, with the monthly average um, spent over the rest of the year. Mm. Now, the largest increases in spend were actually on entertainment, followed by luxury goods, and, and then uh, some, some home spending. Now, obviously, if people are spending 6.7 billion rand using their credit cards, it means people are spending money that doesn't belong to them. 
You know, again, there was this thing that, ah, no, people get settings checked. Well, if you'd like enough, not everybody is actually ah, getting settings yes. checked. A lot of companies have moved to total cost. So, you know, whatever you get paid is what you pay. Unless you've structured some kind of a saving which you, you get uh, during November. Um, and, and the other challenge for, for a lot of people is, is the fact that, you know, the December salary gets paid earlier. You know, a lot of payrolls, uh, they, uh, they want to close as well for the year. Now, you're now having to grapple with a six-week month. That's why January becomes the longest month in the calendar, because then people are struggling with a four-month week, a rather month. Now you have to contend with a, a six-week month um, because you got paid early. So these are some of the challenges that people are experiencing and why we have a financial handover. You mentioned the 13th check for those who may be lucky enough, uh, given the tough economic times we currently find ourselves in South Africa, those who may get that end-of-year bonus, uh, how would you advise them to utilize it? Yeah, so firstly, I, um, and I, I'm glad you, your, your very first question was, I mean, uh, what, uh, you know, what should people do, mm. you know? Um, so, look, firstly, it's not too late. Uh, it's not too late to actually plan for your festive uh, season. So you actually need to get into the festive season with a comprehensive budget. You need yeah. to have a game plan. And that game plan simply means, okay, let's start with the essentials. You know, um, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, things like, you know, very basic things like stationary and school fees mm-hmm. uh, and uniform for, for, for those who've got children. You know, people don't think that they only want to start worrying about it on the 2nd and 3rd of January and when schools are opening around about the 17th of Jan. Nice. By that time, there's a mess. And that's why you find people having to reverse baby daughters uh, by the end of December because they realize, whoa, there's a problem here, you know. Mm. So our, our tip here is you need to have a comprehensive budget for the first season where you prioritize your essentials. you prioritize your, your usual debt repayment. In fact, if you've got a bit of uh, money, you might want to kill one or two of your debts. So you start your new year, you know, on a, on a clean slate. I mean, it would be nice to live a, uh, you know, a debt-free life. I mean, if you have opportunity to do that, prioritize those things. Yes, people need to, uh, you know, be happy and spoil themselves, but this must be done within reason. And, uh, you know, you have to be financially rooted to actually go all out. And, you know, so that's why you're saying people need to prioritize it. Then the other thing is... Um, you know, um, simple thing like a shopping list. You know, um, in most cases, when people shop around without a shopping list, or then you, you have a challenge because you end up picking up things that you actually didn't uh, need. Right. And, and that's why it's important to know the difference between wants and needs. As basic as it may sound, we need to really know the distinction between the two so that when you go out there, you know these are the things that I'm actually going to, to buy. Yes, if you're putting a budget for entertainment, yes, let it be in that budget, mm-hmm. but try and be disciplined to, to, you know, to, to live within that budget so that you don't have those things. But if you prioritize all those ba- basic things, at least you won't have regrets that, you know, um, you've bought things that you, you shouldn't have bought, you know, that buyer's remote experience. Right. We are in conversation with Head of Financial Education at Old Mutual, John Manyike. In this week's Friday call-in topic, talking about how to financially plan for the festive season. Call us with your input, your answers, your questions, anything that you want to 
add your views on uh, this particular topic. Uh, the number to call us on is 010-5000938. You can send us your WhatsApp messages on 84 or SMS us on 41348 at the cost of 150. You can also email us on radio at moneyweb.co.za or on a at mixfm.co.za. We are also on social media. Link up with us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Also tune into the show right now on DSTV Audio Bouquet Channel 823. John, we've got a question here on SMS, and but it is anonymous. And it reads, I'm so looking forward to January. I need a couch at discount, saving my money for January. Perhaps uh, what do does your guest think of uh, post-Christmas sales? Is it worth it? Well, I think look, it will all depend on what a person uh, uh, needs. And, and I'll give you an example. We, we they, there's Black Friday coming up, by the oh, way. Oh yes, <laughs> next week Friday. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so you see, and, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But the issue here is, look, you know, this is what you. So you need to work towards the goal, you know. So you know this is this item that I need. So you budget it for it. Um. So so whether if you get it uh, during Black Friday. Or maybe later in in December. I'm not sure really if there's lots of sales towards uh, the 28th and, and the shops. I mean, at that time, it's, they know a lot of people don't have money. Yeah. You know, so so uh, because they know a lot of you know uh, uh, spending happens right in the middle of December. That is where spending is at its peak. So so I, I would say, look, if a person wants something and you think you can get it there. Uh, during Black Friday, go for it, you know, but as long as it's something that you actually budgeted for, something that you really need, as opposed to um, experiencing this thing called FOMO, you know, the fear mm. of missing out. And you just buy anything that, that comes away. You know, that's why people would need a helmet for their ankles during this uh, <laughs> Black Friday, because of those, the clutches of those trolleys and people pushing and, uh, you know, you see a box of um, uh, cereal, you know, flying because yeah. the families are trying to... <laughs> It's crazy. It is indeed crazy. I must say, I tried it for the first time last year and never again. It was a total mess and a waste of time that I will never get back. What should we be avoiding, John, over the festive season? If one wants to have some money left to ease into the new year, the sales that we are talking about and the little misconception that because I'm sitting pretty in my bank account, then January is not coming anytime soon. I can spend on a pair of shoes. Yeah, you see, because that that, that is a, a ostrich syndrome, you know, because you're just simply putting your head under the sand, hoping that the danger will just go away. And so we can't just wish uh, January January away. So that's why it's, it's important to be very prudent during this time. That's you know, I I think, you know, if you know that you're not financially rich, don't even uh, don't even put yourself in a position where you're going to be tempted. You know, this thing called window shopping. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, you start with the window shopping, and then you know, and and you you have some clever uh, salespeople out there, you know, and you end up you end up buying, but you actually it was not your intention to do that. Mm. So so discipline is one of our biggest challenges. Now, these things comes amid uh, you know steps from the national credit um, uh, uh, regulator. I mean, we see that the debt to income ratio in South Africa is around seventy five percent, which means on. 75% of our disposable income is actually servicing debt, and that's a huge number. In fact, out of the 24 million credit active consumers, only 48% of them, I think that was in the first quarter of this year, only 48% of the 24 million credit active consumers were up to date with their 
credit uh, repayments. Mm. Now, that's a serious, serious thing. And sadly, in the same period, um, there were there were about 21 million inquiries made on people's credit reports by service providers for purposes of tracing and collection. Now, we have a very serious problem when it comes to over-indebtedness. So, and, and, and December should, does not mean that we should have just put our head under the sand and, and to say, no, look, we'll deal with it in January. Yeah. This is an opportunity for some of us to, to try and, and, and reverse that situation. John, should one ideally start planning for this much earlier in the year, and when would that likely be? Hundred percent. Look, the earlier you start, the better. You know, um, you know. So if if you put money away and say, look, this is my my December budget. So you know, whatever amount, depending on what, uh, your, you know, your your strength, your financial strength. So the earlier you start, the better. You know, because then you've got less pressure. You know, of the December rush. Um, and, and, you know, for France, some parents are must pay. I mean, they, they are smart. I mean, I, I, I was amazed uh, last year, you know, around about the end of November, seeing queues of parents who are actually buying stationery yeah. uh, for their kids. And I realized actually they're using their November salary to actually pay. Now, the other thing, the tricky thing for some people is that you then get paid to December uh, salary around about the 20th, but mm. you start spending in December. That's where the problem starts. Right, right. Talk us through some of the most common mistakes then made during this time. We've highlighted on some of them. What is it that we get so wrong every year and think the next year is going to be different and we mm. continue with the bad behavior? Yeah. Yeah, you see, uh, the other challenge is this thing called plastic money. You know, um, when you swipe, you don't even see the money leaving your bank. Of course, you do get an SMS. But that's the danger of plastic money because you just swipe, you just continue to swipe. And before you know it, then there's a problem. You know, so, um, and and I think this is the the period where people need to be very, very cautious, especially those who've got access to credit cards and overdrafts. Um, because you only you now feel it when you now everybody's gone. You finish partying and then you start counting rands and cents. You realize, whoa, you've just created something, and that's why there's lots of uh, debit order reversals uh, towards end of December and, and first week of January. Mm, we have another question here, and. Uh they are asking that I please ask John about uh, those uh, who are self-employed and live month to month. How do they navigate around the silly season? Yeah, look, I, I, look, I, I would say the principles are the same because even if you're self-employed, I'm sure you draw a salary. Mm. Um, and in fact, it might even be more complicated for some of um, uh, people who are self-employed, especially if it's a small to medium business, the mm-hmm. lower businesses. Uh, start from the pocket, you know. So if you are an entrepreneur, but you can't draw a line between your your wallet, your personal wallet, and your business wallet, then you don't have a problem during that period as well because um, the lines are blurry. So I would say uh, the same principle apply. You need to have a game plan as you go into the first season. Have a specific budget, be disciplined, and stick to it. As a parting shot, what advice would you like to leave with our listeners that will remain in our minds as we enter this crazy, crazy time of the year? Yeah, I'd say, look, uh, uh, to add to uh, the tip of having a, a game plan, is more importantly, we need to have a vision. And say, so what is the vision? What is it that we want to a- achieve in life? You know, have a, have a long-term uh, plan. 
And everything else that you do on a month-to-month basis should be directed towards that plan. That's why it's important to speak to a financial advisor. So you have a plan, so, so then you know where your money is going, you know what your plan is. And, and I think that's why some people have uh, difficulty with saving money, because they don't have a specific vision or anything that they're working towards. Thank you so much for your input. Absolute pleasure to have spoken to you this evening. Head of Financial Education at Old Mutual, John Manike, in this week's Friday call-in topic, talking about how to financially plan for the festive season.